Tal, I think you'd better come straight away. Uh, they threw me out. Who? A, a sort of butler or concierge. Don't you think you'd better begin at the beginning? What were you doing in Rue Chaptal? I was on my way home from work. Uh, my name is Justin Mina. I'm second flautist at the Conseil Lamoureux, but at night I play at the Brasserie Clichy, uh, Boulevard de Clichy. I live in Rue d'Angin, just opposite the Petit Parisien. As usual, I walk down Rue Balou, then Rue Chaptal. Ever the conscientious secretary, Maigret took notes. About halfway down the street, which is nearly always empty, I noticed a parked motor car, a de Dion Bouton, with its engine running. At the wheel there was a man wearing a grey goatskin jacket, his face almost entirely hidden behind enormous goggles. As I drew level with him, a second-floor window opened. Did you take note of the house number? 17A. It's a private mansion with a carriage entrance. There were no lights in any other windows. Only the second from the left, the one that opened. I looked up and saw the shape of a woman trying to lean out, and she shouted, Help! What do you do? Wait! Someone in the room must have dragged her away from the window. At the same time a shot rang out. I turned round to look at the car I'd just passed, and it sped off. Are you certain it wasn't the sound of the engine backfiring that you heard? Absolutely positive. I went up to the door and rang the bell. Were you alone? Yes. Armed? No. What did you intend to do? Well, the flautist was so thrown by the question that he was stumped for a reply. Had it not been for his blonde moustache and a few wisps on his chin, he would have looked barely more than sixteen. Didn't the neighbours hear anything? Apparently not. Did they open the door to you? Not right away. I rang at least three times, then I started kicking the door. Eventually I heard footsteps, then a chain being removed and a bolt pulled back. There was no light in the porch, but there's a gas lamp just outside the house. One forty-seven. From time to time the flautist glanced anxiously at the clock. A tall fellow in a butler's black suit asked what I wanted. Was he fully dressed? Of course. With his trousers and tie? Yes. And yet there were no lights on in the house? Except in the second-floor bedroom. What did you say? I, I don't know. I, I tried to get inside. Why? To go and see for myself. He barred my path. I told him about the woman who'd shouted from the window. Did he seem flustered? He glared at me and pushed me away with all his weight. Then what? He muttered that I'd been imagining things, that I was drunk and things like that. Then there was a voice in the darkness. It sounded as if it was coming from the first-floor landing. What did the voice say? Hurry up, Louis. Then what? He gave me a violent shove, and when I resisted, he punched me in the face. I ended up sprawled on the ground in front of the closed door. Was the second-floor light still on? No. Did the car come back? No. Hadn't we better go there right away? We? Are you planning to come with me? It was both comic and touching, the contrast between the flautist's almost feminine delicateness and his determined air. I'm the one who was punched in the face, aren't I? At any rate, I'm going to make a complaint. As you have every right to do. But it would be better if we left that till later, don't you think? Did you tell me the number of the house? 17A. Maigret frowned, as that address vaguely rang a bell. He pulled one of the files from its pigeonhole, leafed through it, and read a name that made him frown even harder. He was wearing a tailcoat that night, his first ever tailcoat. A memo had been sent round a few days earlier, instructing all police auxiliaries to wear ceremonial dress for the duration of the royal visit, since any one of them could be summoned to join the dignitaries at any moment.
His beige overcoat, bought off the peg, was identical to Justin Mina's. Come on. Liqueur, if anyone asks for me, tell them I'll be back soon. He was slightly intimidated. The name he had just read in the register did not exactly put him at ease. He was twenty-six and had been married just five months. Since he had joined the police four years earlier, he had worked in the lowliest departments, street duty, railway stations, department stores, and he had been secretary at the Saint-Georges District Police Station for less than a year. Now the most distinguished name in the entire neighbourhood was that of the inhabitants of 17A, Rue Chaptal. Jandro Baltazar. Baltazar Coffee. That name ran in big brown letters along the corridors of the metro, while in the streets the Baltazar vans, drawn by four magnificent horses, were part of the Paris landscape. Maigret drank Baltazar coffee, and whenever he walked along...